No, I'm really serious. I think that's a good idea. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. <laughs> no story? No, forget the story. You gotta have a story. Who says you gotta have a story? You wanna go with me to NBC? Yeah, I think we really got something here. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Right. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. <laughs> so we go into NBC, we tell them we got an idea for a show about nothing. Exactly. They say, what's your show about? I say nothing. There you go. I think you may have something here. <laughs> We'll have to consider life basically all life decisions. decisions. <laughs> hey, can you cut this out? <laughs> so, uh, so Taylor, you were talking about how you had a story you wanted to tell us. Oh yeah, your mouse story. Man versus mouse. <laughs> so, um, so, tell from the beginning. Okay, a, co- a couple weeks ago, we found evidence of a mouse in our cupboard. And so I thought that was disgusting and immediately cleaned it out and set up mouse traps, but I didn't catch anything. And evidence in this scenario is? A uh, poop. Okay. Got it. <laughs> and also, he tore into my gluten-free flour. What a scoundrel. Right? Wait, why do you have gluten-free flour? Because... I don't know. We hate celiac okay. people. Stefan <laughs> <laughs> is gluten-free. I am gluten-free, but I've never been offered gluten-free flour because when I've I come forgot, over to your house. I forgot. <laughs> there for the mice. I forgot I had it. Okay, back in the day, I was... I didn't know what I was allergic to, and I thought it was gluten, so I just started oh, okay. eating it, and then it didn't help. All oh, right, so he gets really red in the face after eating. No. Anyway, that's drinking. That's drinking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> story. Okay, my story. Anyway, whatever. I found the mouse. So I set up a trap, didn't catch anything. A week or two later, uh, our neighbor comes over and tells us that she saw our dog, who has a habit of sitting in a, her little dirt pile in the sun and just relaxing, saw her, her jump up and grab something and start playing with it and throwing it in the air and it was a mouse that she played with till it died. So I was like, oh, well that's why I didn't catch anything. The dog already killed it. She's not worthless after all. (laughs) Your dog. My dog. Mm -hmm. And so, didn't think much about it and then a couple days ago, um, I find a hole in our... Bedroom wall. Yeah, in our bedroom wall, like next to... So... So, you found a hole. Found. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found a hole in the bedroom wall next to the heater. And I looked down, and there's a mouse sticking his head out, just like staring at me. And so I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> He's gonna die. I told him he wasn't allowed to kill the mouse, though. So I went and I bought four kill traps and one live mouse trap. So I told her he gets one chance tonight. One opportunity to live, and if he doesn't get caught, I'm going to set up the kill traps. So I set up the live trap, and at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock when we it went to bed. like 1 in the morning you woke no, up. No, I set it up. I'm saying. Oh. I, I woke up at 1, and I had caught him. And so I'm like, I'm not going to wait, like get dressed at 1 in the morning and drive this mouse 
two or three miles away, which is what you're supposed to do, and let it go so it doesn't come back. So I'm like... As soon as he goes back to bed, I said, you idiot, and went back to sleep. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to leave him. So I left him on the counter in the thing, and I came out in the morning. I'm like, well, is he alive or dead? So I, like, moved it around, and I couldn't hear anything inside. The trap. And trap, yeah. So I was like, well, I don't want to, like, go with Miranda, like, hey, let's go release Henry, and open it up. And, like, a dead mouse fall out. So I was like, well... You named the mouse? I did, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll check if he's alive. So I plug, I plug the sink, and I dump the trap, and he flies out, and he's alive. So he's running around in the sink. <laughs> so I grab, like, uh, a protein shake shaker, like the big plastic Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. And I scoop him up in it, and I close it, and I caught the mouse in there. Wow. He was so cute. You must have been really fast to do that. I mean, oh, those I things can, book it. Yeah, I got skills. Ninja skills. And so, he's fine. And like, the mouse is an inch tall, and this thing is... 13 inch tall. So, it wasn't a gross-looking mouse. Like, it wasn't like a big rat kind of thing. No, he was really small, and he was pretty adorable. Oh. Anyway. I wanted to keep him, but he wouldn't let me. Because he's got the plague. (laughs) So, he's in... Good. He's in the cup, and I'm like, he's fine. Like, whatever, we'll just take him and dump him out in that. So, she comes out, and she's like, oh, he's so cute. I'm going to name him Henry... Blah, 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 blah. He can't breathe. Um, that should be yada, yada, yada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yada, yada, yada. yada. He yada, can't yada, breathe. Yada. He can't breathe. So I popped the little top, like the, just the little shaker top. Where you drink out of. And so I'm like, he can't. It's 12 inches and he's this big. He's not going to get out. So I come back. Daisy's freaking out chasing a second mouse across the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, Miranda, there's a second one. I'm, I'm going to catch two in I'm one gonna day. I'm going to get two mice in one day. <laughs> So we corner it behind um, a piece of furniture in the kitchen, and, like, Daisy, the, our dog, is, like, doing really well. Like, instinct immediately kicked in. She was going to kill this thing. But um, it sneaked... I have a glass, and I'm trying to scoop it up in a glass, but it sneaks right past me, and it goes across under our counter. The dog would have caught da- it, but she slipped on the linoleum, no. and Taylor hold her, yeah, held her the, back. The first time, she slipped on the linoleum. <laughs> The second time, she's going to kill this mouse, but all I can think in my brain is, my dog's going to get the plague, so I grab her by the collar, and I stop her from killing the mouse, and it escapes under the fridge. Yikes. Turn around. The cup's empty. The cup's empty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this and is just, this is the same. So the mouse distracted yeah. you so the other mouse could get out. No, no it was the same it mouse. The same it mouse. was the same oh. The cup is empty, and it's still standing up straight. And so we're like, can mice scale walls? What the heck happened? <laughs> we did some research and found out um, they that they can, inch vertical. <laughs> they can jump 13 inches vertically. So he literally just jumped out the little breather hole. That is scary. I did yeah. not know that mice could jump. He's That's an ridiculous. inch tall and he can jump 13 inches. Do they even have calves? Where <laughs> <laughs> do they jump? Straight in the air. So We don't he... know if he pulled a... Uh, What's the name? Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. You know, he like jumps up and grabs a bow and arm and dangles yeah, and climbs out. Pulls I, would, I would like just, to see that. Yeah, or right? he literally just like jumped up straight out and then ran away. But, <laughs> but it, like <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Whatever the case, he escaped. So I then immediately set up six more traps. So he had seven traps, one chance to live because I still set up the live trap. And six chances and to six die. And six chances to die. What? And I'd like... I. I'm sad to report that he... Wait, 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 no. 
You set it up while we left that day with a bunch of peanut butter when we came back and all the peanut butter was gone. ate the peanut butter off. The trap never went off. And I was so mad. I was like, this stupid thing has to die. So we shoved dog food in there and it died later that night. And he he passed away. We found it this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Poor little Henry. uh, Describe the trap for me. The the ones that kill him. It's It's like a little teeter-totter of balance. Yeah, and it's like a little... No, the one that kills him? Oh, it's oh, just it's the, the, the mask trap that so just, just snapped. snapped him. Snapped him. Snapped, it squished yep. his face. Snapped his neck. Wow, well, that's a shame. Yeah. And the one that <laughs> the other one was like a little balance beam where he smells the food and then goes up there. And then it's he's and then trapped the, in the his box. His weight makes it go down and then shuts the door. Oh, yeah, him. so it like tilts oh, and the door shuts and comes. Very back humane down. trap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I but caught he's him. A butthole and escaped. I told him he had one chance and he disobeyed me. So it's a very smart mouse. He escaped. He ate the peanut butter off peanut the butter off. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised he didn't like write his name down. Like, Try again next week. Write his name. Which I, I knew. Yeah. He, I knew he wasn't gonna like fall for the live trap again. Like I, I'm setting up all these traps. I'm like he's gonna die because now he knows not to go inside this trap. Right. So he kind of. They're all still set. Just to make sure he doesn't have any friends. But he he set himself up for failure. Cause yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you had more running around in there. Well, we already yeah. know Daisy killed one. So. At least one. She likes to play with them outside. Those guys multiply. You'll have like a hundred by the end of the week. Yeah. What's your fear about like ratatouille? Like you'll yeah. n- knock <laughs> on the ceiling and like thousands will fall down. <laughs> Remember that scene? Like that's that like so the instant I think mouse in my house. I think of the scene rent. when she, the little lady's shooting into the ceiling and then like the ceiling falls in and there's ten thousand like rats sitting there. Like that's my biggest fear. Which, Did you have that, like, uh, reaction when you saw the mouse where you just, like, jumped up on a bed or, like, no, either of you? Or either of you have afraid of mice? It was creepy seeing it running around, but... Yeah, because she's like, oh, he's so cute when he's in the cup, but then when she's running around, she's like, ah, ah, and she's running towards where the I mouse is running. I didn't know where running. it was. <laughs> and I'm like, no, go this way. He's running that the way. The dog's gonna kill it. Get out of her way. <laughs> I didn't. I was more mad. Like, I saw him and I was like, oh. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> wow, that was so, a great story. That was a great story. Yeah. Great story. But that's just like, this week's been a weird week. And today was a weird day. Yeah. The four of us, so we usually go to different libraries to do the podcast. The first place, they were like, we have no idea who you guys are. There's no reservations. And we had no idea what was going on. So then Taylor was like, oh, it's at a different library. So we drove... So we were at the wrong library. Yeah, we were at the the wrong one. So we drove, like, what was it, 20 minutes to the other library, and they were like, it's too late. Yeah, we gave it away. We spoke to you on the phone already and didn't tell you we gave it to somebody else. I know, I called, (laughs) and I'm like, so uh, we went to the wrong library. Like, we're going to come to this one. Is my name there? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're good. And then we show up, and a little Russian lady's like, oh, no, we gave that away. <laughs> so the four of us are traveling to different libraries. Then someone has the audacity to ask Tristan, who is injured, like he has a broken arm, to like get... Well, shake to, a vending yeah, machine. Yeah, shake a vending machine. I was like, does she not see his arm? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was just this random lady that came up to me and was like, you, I need your help. And I was, I was, my first reaction was like, I don't, I don't work here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I still need your help. Just come, just come. And then I looked down at my arm and then looked at her. And then I eventually followed her. And she's like, can you lift this vending machine and shake it? And I said, you know what? I, 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 let me tell you something. I can't. I can't. And then she looks down at my arm and it's, it's obviously she realized, oh, your arm's broken. And then she asks, I think, Taylor or yeah, you, Taylor, to do it. 
Very weird. So, uh, speaking of four idiots looking <laughs> trying to find a place to do a podcast. And nothing ever going right. Yeah, four people. Let's talk about sitting in a Chinese restaurant waiting for a table. Exactly. Four people all having different motivations, or in this case the same motivation, and not getting what they want. That is very much like... Seinfeld. Even the place we went, what was that place called? Mad Green? They didn't have avocado. That's yeah. all I wanted from that dish, avocado. So instead of the library, we went to go out to eat instead, and it was disappointing. Yeah. We ate a salad for lunch. But a $6 juice. And a $6 juice. And according to Miranda, a salad is not a lunch. It's not, it's or it's not, not a, a meal. meal. It's not a meal. Nope. I was hungry after an hour. I always feel more hungry. hungry. <laughs> after an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh... Seinfeld. Talk about Seinfeld. Um... What makes Seinfeld good? The fact that you can have days like this and be like, my life's like Seinfeld. If you found any of what just happened, what we just talked about interesting, then you should like Seinfeld. Yeah. If you did not find it interesting, then you probably don't like Seinfeld. You're probably one of those people that uh, are like, I don't get it. Nothing's happening. What's the point? Those people are dead inside. I agree. (laughs) But okay, we... We had our podcast with Tristan about television shows, and Stefan said, in his opinion, Steinfeld is the greatest comedy of all time, and Tristan was like, well, you know, maybe. Mm, you did say that. I said it's one of the greats. I said it's one of the greats. So what's better? I mean, I'm not saying... Uh, there's different kinds of comedies for different kinds of people. Right, but I think Seinfeld is like the most consistently hilarious. I think every single episode I watch of Seinfeld, I will... At the first time I watched it, I probably burst out laughing. Well, I also think with Seinfeld, each scenario is... You, a person will find a scenario that Seinfeld went through in their life. Like, yeah. every person can look at something in Seinfeld and be like, mm-hmm. this is funny because that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Something you said uh, the last, or I don't remember which podcast it was, but about how they would compete with Cheers... Or no, not Cheers, Frasier. Frasier. And you were right. Frasier won five Emmys, I think, and Seinfeld only won once. Ah. And so, for whatever reason... Yeah. Would you say, Tristan, that Frasier's better? I have never watched Frasier. Frasier. Really? I've only watched Cheers. Okay, what about Friends? That's what some of you see. See, yeah, Friends is something that I watch on the reg... On the, on the regular. <laughs> that's, that's not a thing. Nope. Uh, I'm trying, trying to make it a thing. Stop trying to make reg happen. Uh, it's totes. Adorbs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's going to make some memes, too. That's memories, by the way. It's <laughs> um, different from memes. Yes. Uh, no, I, Friends, I think, is... Like I said, they're both great comedies, but they're very different. I, I don't think I can compare Friends and Seinfeld, even though they were on during the same time. I think Friends was... Um, just, I think Seinfeld was very unique because uh, it didn't have that high drama that sitcoms usually have. Like with Friends, there was Ross and Rachel and the will they, won't they, which is what is repeated. Chandler and Monica. Chandler and Monica. And then like, which is great. I love Friends, by the way. But uh, if you can't tell. Um, but there was Jerry and Elaine off and on all the time. Not really, though. Because there, was, there wasn't like any real emotions to that. Maybe well, they had sex once in a while. Well, <laughs> none of them really share, showed real emotions. Yeah. Like, everything that happened to them was for the sake of comedy. Yeah. You never really got emotionally attached. Like, even when Susan died, yeah, they were like... You felt the same as the other characters did. (laughs) You're like, what's up for coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, I mean, back to what I was saying about uh, 
friends, uh, Ross and Rachel. So Ross and Rachel had that will they, won't they, and then Ross was like, we were on a break, and Rachel was like, you made a list about my flaws, and then it was, there was always some kind of conflict going on, you know? And I feel like that kept the viewers interested for that show in particular. It's like, oh man, what's going to happen next? I hope they get back together. Or I hope she ends up with Joey, because they hooked up. So, you know... For like a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, Jer- but with Seinfeld, it was unique in the sense that it didn't really have... There was not that high-intensity scenes where it was like, you you know, I love you or whatever, and like conflict and them fighting all the time. And then, yeah, so I, I think that was... So it was, I think that makes those two shows very different and hard to compare. I guess so, but I think that's one of the, the things that Seinfeld took away... That, they took a lot of uh, problems that could happen in the show. Like, I think with shows like Friends where you are shipping a couple or they're getting together off and on, you're going to be dis- you might be disappointed with the outcome of it, you know? You're like, oh, I want them to get together and they don't get together. And you're like, oh, man. Or they do get together and you're like, man, I wish they didn't. Yeah, but you, you know, can say that about any kind of comedy, like New so, Girl. Except for Seinfeld. That's what was so great about it. You were never like, oh, well, I wonder see, if they're going to get... Seinfeld made the... Uh, like the decision, which I think is probably one of their best decisions, is to keep um, their core group out of that. Everything that happened was with a person outside the group. Yeah. Like what you just said is like the way other comedies keep it going is always conflict within the group, while Seinfeld was all based on conflict with outside the world outside the group because they were all. Um, horrible people. <laughs> and Everybody, so they, everyone in New York, everyone they came in contact with was a horrible person for no reason. Yeah, they had very strange motivations that were hard to understand, which I guess is how life works. I mean, you meet people of all sorts. Yeah. And they didn't always explain their motivations. George was just hated everybody, you know? <laughs> or the people outside, in the, on the outside world. Like, they never explained those motivations either. Like, the woman that wanted Jerry to get angry. Yeah. Or, or the soup Nazi. Why are you so mad? Yeah. yeah it's it can be. Right. <laughs> but yes. you, you run into people like that all the time. Right. And I like it because uh, if you run into someone on the street and they're really rude to you, you have no idea what's going on in their mm-hmm. life or why they're rude. And so Seinfeld is the same way. You never find out their, uh, what's driving their actions because it's just like real life. They're, you just run into someone and this is the way they are. Soup Nazi could be mean because his wife has a boyfriend on the side and he just found out about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You could speculate. No idea. That is the thing you could do. Did you guys know the show actually started based the not the idea that it was about nothing, but the idea of how a comedian gets his material? Like it's about Jerry oh, okay. going through his life and he's like taking that makes sense. his own material from his life. I, I didn't know that. Which is why probably they opened the show for the first eight or seven years as Jeremy doing, or not Jeremy, Jerry doing stand-up. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well, is there anything about the show we didn't like? The ending? Really? Didn't I didn't like, like the ending, I didn't ending like either. It. Oh, I loved I the loved ending. it, too. No, I thought it was a poor ending to a great show. What would, how would you have ended it? <laughs> if it was up to you, what would you have wanted to see happen that didn't happen? Or even what did you not like about the end? It just seemed so abrupt. You think? Yeah. Huh. I mean, wasn't it a two-parter? Abrupt in the sense that them going to prison was a little left field. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're just there. Not not believable, maybe. 
yeah. Well, the reason for them going was kind of lame. It was hilarious. Like, what, yeah. the, what better reason? It was just for them being terrible of, people? Yeah, they're just making fun of somebody who's getting robbed. Like, how long were they? How long are, was the sentence? When it's like yeah. a year. Because <laughs> the, the judge is like, I can't think of a better thing for this world than for you to spend a year out of it. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought I just didn't See, like I it. Just, there could have been a better would you have ending preferred... to it. There could have been a conclusion to their story somehow. But they, they didn't, didn't have, have a story. story. There's well, no arc. Would it's you have just... preferred a happy ending? Like, good things happening like to Jerry What gets... if they all died? Okay. Like in the plane crash? Yeah. Maybe. Or like, what if Jerry and Elaine got together? Kramer finally gets a job, and George But then dies. it's an ending. <laughs> That's just an ending just like Friends, though. Right. So you would want an ending that is true to the characters, yet not in prison. Like something that maybe was developed over time, something that made Possibly. more sense. But see, none or, of none of Seinfeld's narrative was like that. It was true. never a... I mean, they'd have characters come back once in a while, but right. it was very much a closed circuit mm-hmm. episode. Well, even on that last episode, almost everybody came back. Yeah. Like that, that, Just to say they, that they were all terrible people. Yeah, who they've all affected. They're like, I hate that person, you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> He's a very, very bad man. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did you want Jerry and Elena end up together? No. No, no I don't think I cared about that. No. Because that was never... The a, central part yeah. of the show. Yeah. See, that's why I think, I think it was perfect, is because... As you're watching this, you're thinking to yourself, this is hilarious, but these are terrible people. Yeah. There's nothing redeeming about anyone. I can't it's... say they're terrible people because I relate to them yeah. so much. But then I'm saying like, that I'm terrible. They're like the worst part of us, though. Like, we all have yeah. a tendency to do exactly what they are. What Neur- they they're, oh, they're us, but they're neurotic versions of us. Like, okay. it's very, like, very, their neurosis is very uh, profa- but, uh, profound. But I just felt like it was the the... The most logical conclusion to get to was look at everything these people's horrible like actions have done to everyone else around them because they don't pay attention or care about anyone around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it just like all came to this big conclusion that that uh, just felt made sense yeah. to me. And they broke crimes all the time. Like when J- Jerry stole the rye bread. It was the rye bread, right? Yeah. My mom will rye. My mom will rye. Give it to me, old bird. <laughs> And I, I know George has done stuff oh, George before. Is terrible. Kramer. But the thing is, like what Miranda was saying is that we all relate to them in some way. So I think it also had, gave us like the people aren't, people in general, just in life, are not 100% good or 100% bad. So we are all capable of doing those things, which I think it made it so. Yeah. Would they really ever put someone in prison for making fun of somebody getting robbed? That's what though? I was thinking. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. That's it's that not way, really, right? really, it's not believable. <laughs> Yeah, but does Either someone does someone die from licking envelopes? Right? <laughs> There's so many scenarios. They were toxic envelopes. envelopes. I could see that happen. <laughs> they were too old. <laughs> but it was so opposite of like a, like a show, Full House. Every single episode was supposed to teach us something. Boy Meets World, right. Full House. And personally, I when I was young and I was watching those episodes, I'm like, all right, let's skip the part where we have to learn something. You know, Seinfeld, you didn't learn anything at all. Now that's a good thing. <laughs> and you're still not learning to this day. Exactly. <laughs> but see, I think Seinfeld, it ultimately served as like a lesson for the audience. It was like, we can all be like these people, but look where it gets them. Like, look right. what happens in the end. Like, Was that guys, the intention, you think? I don't know. But you learned that. But it's like, <laughs> that's what you get. It's like, that's what you, what I would get from it is like, I think it's fitting to the characters 
and even though they may not have meant it, or maybe they did, like the underlying message is people are horrible. Do you want to be like them or not? You know, exactly. like this is what happens. Look at how you affect people. Yeah. I don't want to be reminded of that though. Because <laughs> you don't want to learn anything. <laughs> Me either. What? Uh, I wonder but, what character do we all like identify with? Like, what do you? What do you identify? And what certain parts of the character that you had, you, you identify? Swan is Newman because we all hate him. Whatever. <laughs> I completely relate to Jerry. Why? Because he doesn't get mad about stuff. He doesn't. He makes fun of everything, even serious situations. Um, and yeah, <laughs> he. You uh, wear white sneakers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he just makes fun of everything, and he doesn't. He doesn't really express himself, like his emotions and stuff. Uh, while everybody else is around him, plus people gravitate to him. They just kind of express themselves and all their problems, and he just makes fun of it. And that's how I feel I am. <laughs> you know, and people take advantage of you. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's a little personal, but uh, <laughs> I think I kind of relate to all of them in a different way. I feel like I, I, I want the life of Kramer. He has the best life ever. He doesn't work. Like he gets all any woman he wants, basically. He falls, no consequences. Falls into money. Yeah. Gets free food. <laughs> Anybody would pay a million dollars to live like him for a day, <laughs> you know. George is the us when we're just we in our worst. Like we just hate people. <laughs> like man, I wish I could. Just... Well, George also has like the worst luck of anyone on the show. True. So it's like... Unless he does the opposite of what he yeah. normally does. <laughs> so it's like he... everyone has the things always turn out badly for them. Yeah, but that's the way the world is, Tristan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at our day today. I see myself in George, uh, particularly because he overthinks everything, and yeah. I feel like most of the problems that stem from that show is the not yeah the complete lack of communication. <laughs> yeah. That like there is no communication that happens, and therefore but you're king of communication. Not always. I I can be pretty bad at communication uh, at times, and I overthink everything, and my I can be very much like George and freaking out about something very small, and so. That is me to the T. Well, that makes sense with yours and Stefan's relationship. Why Jerry and George? Because Jerry and George are just like you two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What about you guys? I relate to George in a different sense. (laughs) In what sense? Do tell. (laughs) Um, That Taylor might say that I can be moody and irritable. And I am the least nurturing and caring healthcare professional you will ever find. I've never used those exact words. Taylor tells me all the time I should have been anything but a nurse. Pretty accurate. accurate. Taylor, you sound like a horrible person. People come to me and if they say just the wrong thing... I'm going to put you right to sleep because I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) Are are you one of those people with really cold hands when you're examining people? (laughs) Not on purpose, but yeah. (laughs) Probably, clammy. Well, I think you're also... You tend to be a homebody and kind of antisocial. Not antisocial, but you... Like, George was really quick to find a problem with someone. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying you do that per se, but you kind of have a tendency to to be like George in a sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Guilty. <laughs> what about you, I don't Sarah? like how much you guys laughed at that. <laughs> that was I didn't laugh. I was like, that's pretty. I was cracking up. Because <laughs> again, I laugh at other people's real problems. 
<laughs> what about you, Taylor? Uh, um, Elaine. <laughs> maybe. No, no one knows. Maybe. I, I compare you to Jerry's mom. Because you've had many partners. <laughs> Jerry's mom. Whoa. Excuse me. <laughs> now that you bring non-main characters into it, I would say Stefan is a Mr. Costanza. Mr. Costanza? I wish. He's awesome. <laughs> I love the episode where he and Elaine fight. Oh, and the <laughs> about, piece of me. Wanna... about the Reader's Digest. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really dislike him. I will drop oh, you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> so funny. Ah, oh, it's hilarious. Let's think about all the characters. There's Jerry's parents. There's George's parents. Um, so because many. the problem with you two is, and it's not even a problem, is you're very, um, you're well, a good person. Like <laughs> you don't come across as a very well, mean type person. No. Well, okay, I would say. I would say, okay, I would compare myself to Kramer, but not for the reasons most people would think of Kramer. Because I feel like Kramer had, out of the four of them, he had a spark of redemptive qualities inside of him. Like what? I don't know. He just, he had the most heart, I feel like. Of That's true. Like, the other people would probably, like, Jerry, George, and Elaine couldn't admit that they loved each other, but I'm sure yeah. Kramer. Or, like, did. whenever, like, they were going to do something nice for someone, it was Kramer pushing for it. But Kramer still had did things that affected people because he didn't pay attention or didn't care. Mm-hmm. So I would compare myself to Kramer in the sense that I have good intentions, but usually it doesn't work out. That's a really good description. <laughs> no I would problem. agree with that. So we got two Georges, a Jerry, and a Kramer. No Elaine. No Elaine. But she's one of the. She's definitely one of the best characters. I think she is so great. I love Elaine. I mean, we were talking about this earlier that. She kind of just hate Elaine, hate Elaine, really. We can come back to that. <laughs> well, well, we're on the subject of her now, but one of the reasons I like Elaine is that, well, we talked earlier about when women sleep around with guys, they're considered like a whore or a slut, right? Mm. In Seinfeld, no one, I don't watch that saying Elaine's a, a slut, you yeah. know? Like, she's com- just like the same as Jerry or the yeah, same as Jerry George. Jerry has a girl, new girlfriend they, every... Yeah, all kinds, and I'm never like, oh, she's... Yeah, or even the characters were never like, oh, she's such a slut, you know? I like that about Elaine. Not, not many characters can do that. Yeah, like, she was on equal ground with yes. the yeah. male characters. So Which, why don't uh, you like Elaine, man? Wait, 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 anti-sexism. Or double standard, because the double, there's usually a, like a huge double standard when it comes to women, and so I feel like that almost broke ground for women everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can see that even in, what was it, the contest? Or she was like the first one yeah. to lose yes. her willpower. She was second. second right? She was second. Kramer was she was just one life. of the guys. <laughs> she was just one of the guys, and that's what made her so yeah. great. I don't know why I don't like Elaine. Okay, she. You said she always causes problems. Yeah, before. I feel like Elaine causes unnecessary problems compared. Comparative, they all cause problems, but I feel like Elaine generally causes more problems and she's just she irritates over me. george is it her voice no i don't is it her hair she's also <laughs> a very is it her big head she, i think she's a very <laughs> strong has a very strong personality yeah. too like out of all of them she's probably has like the most like she has like intense is it just personality her? Or no is it her character because i like her in other things because um, i would argue that george causes way more problems well, yeah, than Elaine. But george- <laughs> Like, George is just not a good person. <laughs> There's no way to look terrible. at him. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I know, have, man. You have qualities of George. You're not George in the most <laughs> of the flesh. Like, he's just a horrible person. I, I think, can't. but I do think Elaine is the most inconsiderate. 
out of all of them. Like she doesn't think about anyone's Maybe feelings. Maybe that's what it is. I could see that. Like <laughs> and about herself. Like she's out for herself and no one else. And I think that's why Taylor doesn't like her. Yeah, like Jerry called her once at her job and she's like, Hold on, she put him on hold and never And ended. hung up. Yeah, and he's like, Hello? And you know, she never even called him back. Yeah, no, she I think she, I think that's why. I think she's the most in, inconsiderate because even George and Jerry and Kramer, they all had times where they wanted to do something for someone else or like they were considered someone else's feelings at one point and I feel that's like true. Aline was I not think, that. Yeah, that's you probably hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I guess she's Okay, favorite episode. There's already, so many. I already know mine. You should go first then. Okay, my favorite episode ever, and this is really hard to choose, The Briss. You guys remember that episode? Oh my goodness, that's such a hilarious episode. What's the synopsis? The one where they had to, it was called, they had to find a moil so that oh, they could circumcise the baby. Oh, that's right, and, and he circumcised the thumb. Jerry hits his finger. It was so hilarious. That, I don't know who that actor is, I never saw him in anything, but he was incredible <laughs> what is the baby i need the baby somebody bring me the baby you know yeah that was a hilarious There's episode what were other th- the other stuff that was going on the, the pig that was the pig man right oh yeah, yeah it was pig man yes he ends up at the hospital he was sure that there was pig man and no one believed him jerry pig man yep jerry was the godfather like he was made the godfather and he's all he's quoting the godfather you know my they uh they uh they ruined my 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 boy my they ruined my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I crack up on that so every single time. God, I have so many. It's hard to like narrow it down to one. They're all great, but that's my favorite. I like. I just don't have a spare to square. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> what else happens in that episode? I can't remember. I just always remember no, that last okay. scene where you see Elaine running out with her. <laughs> that's the one where. Kramer keeps using um, Jerry's line to call the the sex line. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he hears her voice, and he's like, "I know that that voice. I know that voice." (laughs) And then when she comes out at the end, don't call me anymore. anymore. You either. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great ending. That is a good end. Um, Something that I've seen recently was the Serenity Now episode. Oh, that's a good one. That one was so great. I loved how all those uh, plot lines kind of like were connected. Kind of like how all. Um, the episodes where and I actually I, I don't yeah. think we touched on this that usually there's like three or four plot lines happening and they're all not related but they're somehow yeah. related at the very end like they all come together at the yeah. very end which I love about Seinfeld because uh, you don't never know how it's going to happen mm-hmm. and it, it always eventually does um, so with Serenity now um, it's when George's father Mr. Costanza is using this technique and he's saying Serenity now Serenity now Serenity now anytime he gets uh, upset um, and, but it turns out that is not an effective method to do that. But it just bottles trying, it up. Yeah. And I think that was the same episode where Jerry and Elaine are at a funeral, and it's like a fake funeral for someone, and then they, the, guy, the, the, guy, the, the guy accidentally gets stuck in their trunk, and then they're saying they're like laughing. Oh, no, no, no. Is that, is that no, a that's, episode? That's a... Uh, was that the? Uh, they were called, to, they called Elaine something else. She they someone else thought Elaine was uh, Susan or something. Su- the Sue. Yeah, and they were like, "Don't Su- call me Sue's." He's <laughs> like, "I am not." Su- I love that episode. Too. There's just so many. I'm like, like the starting now. Because you're right, Tristan. Almost all the episodes are structured beautifully. Like yeah, they like, all are doing their separate thing, and it comes together, and they cross somehow. Yeah, it all comes back in like a way you never would have thought. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. I love that about that show. Yeah, have you guys thought of an episode or Taylor? The, the one that comes to mind, I can't. I don't even remember it, the whole episode. Is the marine biologist one? 
Which one? The one where where George st- lies and says he's a rainbow. Oh yeah, yeah, on the beach. He's on a, the beach. Oh, and there's the a whale. beached whale. And then Kramer's, so Kramer's been hitting, <laughs> hitting uh, the Titleist out into that the is one of my favorite. And I think it's ever. the ending. The ending is what makes it my favorite. Is because he's like telling the story so epically, and he pulls out the <laughs> the ball. <laughs> there's like the audience goes on for like. Three minutes, I swear, of laughter. And mm-hmm. you Kramer. can just see, like, on Kramer's face, the actor, like, trying not to crack up while the audience is going on. And then he's just like, is that a Titleist? Hole in one, you know? <laughs> like, one of the best of the lines best. ever. <laughs> Hole in one. <laughs> I love that episode. Uh, yeah, there was a few episodes where they, uh, they had a hard time, like, holding in their laughter. There was one episode of The Parking Lot. Oh, yeah. Remember, they were looking for the, the, the parking garage. At the very end, when... Uh, he like tried to start the car. It, it originally it was supposed to start, and they were supposed to drive away, and it didn't start. And, and that like, made it even more. And he kept funny. doing it. They were all cracking up. Like if you look in there, they all bust out laughing, I love and they that. kept it. I found out what the. I remember why I liked turning out. This was the episode where Jerry's girlfriend wants him to be upset about something, mm. and oh, he does yeah. not want to be, be a, get upset. But then it opens up his emotions, and he's all lovey dovey with everyone. And then George opens his feelings, and then he's like. Really, he like scares him straight, basically. Uh, and then earlier in the episode, Jerry asks Elaine to marry him, and then Elaine has this thing where everyone she's the shiksa, and all the Jewish people like are in love with her because yeah. she's a shiksa, including Jerry, because he's. Jewish. And then and then he, and then she comes back, and she comes back, and she's like, you know what, Jerry, let's do it, let's get married. And then Jerry's like over it. He's like, I don't think so. And then at the very end, George is like, you know, after all these years, I was always kind of hope rooting for you guys to end up together. And Elaine says, that's because you're an idiot. And then it ends. I love that episode. It's a great one. That's probably one of my favorites. Also, I think, like, they have so many quotes. I don't think I've ever seen any yeah. other show that has as many quotes. That's true. I quote them all the time. My favorites are, uh, that's a shame. And uh, what's the one with the, the episode where they thought they were homosexuals? What did they say? Oh, now there's anything wrong not with there's that. There's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but he's gay. Now there's anything there's wrong anything with wrong that. <laughs> I say that all the time. No soup for you, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. You skipped over the best part of the story. You yada, yada, the <laughs> oh, best part. Oh, I mentioned the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the best. And then it turns out like George oh. is the one who, the girl who yada, yada is like a thief. <laughs> and like she's yada, yada yeah, over Robin. like really. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. She's yada yadding over like stealing things in the mall. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just so many. There's so like I. You know what? I think I might agree with you. Seinfeld might be my favorite comedy. It's it might be the best comedy. Pure gold. Every episode, every time I watch them, no matter how many times I've seen it, I always laugh. Because I'm like looking. There's through a few th- that I get tired of though. Like for what? example, the Chinese restaurant one. You've actually like, so watched it so many. So times. many times in the parking garage. But I love in that episode where it. they're like, uh, George comes back and he's like, "Did they call your name?" They yelled Cartwright. <laughs> You're not Cartwright. I know I'm not Cartwright. <laughs> that was a great impression. Thank you. Because like I'm going, I'm going through the episodes right now on Wikipedia, like going through all the different episodes, and I'm like literally thinking, oh, that's my favorite. No, I, actually, that's my favorite. And it's like, they're all my favorite. So that's a pretty uh, good thing to. That's a good uh, thing to say about that show. To I think that might be my favorite comedy. Because even Friends, there were some episodes that were just like, mm-hmm. you know, they had a lot of clip shows every year. There would feels like true. there was a clip show. I just. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'll just, you know, like, uh, along with what Tristan said is, I think Seinfeld was the most, um... Consistent. Consistent, that's not <laughs> how we are. 
consistently. It's always you, Taylor. I know. I What's that one word? We don't know, Taylor. With I'm no a, substance. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a writer. I can never think of words. Um, yeah, no, like, the most consistently funny show. Like, even if there was an episode where something annoyed you or you're like, this is stupid, you still laughed. Because yes. it was just consistently funny mm-hmm. every episode. And the actors and actresses that were, like, the main four, I think they were all, like, brilliant. Yeah. They were all really great actors. I yeah. will say, people who think Kramer is sexy are stupid. <laughs> who thinks that? A lot of people. Everyone oh, really. on the show, th- all the girls thought Like his uh, animal magnetism. Yeah. <laughs> There's people in real life, even. Oh, what? That's yeah, I've heard weird. people say that. He's huh. gross. <laughs> I don't know why anyone was ever attracted to George. Like, yeah, all the Susan girls that... Well, who was it? The model. Oh, yeah. I love short, stocky men with bald hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was, was not the opposite? No, she was dating someone that looked a lot like George. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and he had to compete with him. Neil. Yeah. No, Neil. it was... There yeah. was another one. It was a model who... It was when he was with Susan. Oh, was it? No, that wasn't a model. That was an actress. That was... Was it an actress? Oh, I mean, oh it was Marissa oh. Tomei. Yeah, yeah. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> And so he goes on a date with her um, without telling Susan. Yeah, and then he was making a lame lie about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the import-exporting one, right? Yep. Granted, in Great some of the episode line. plot lines weren't very believable. Very, very contrived in some ways. Yeah, but, but it's consistently yeah. not believable. Yeah. True. He always uses import-export. He always mm. uses art vandalay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. They all had their little. Uh, I feel like they should have names. been in, in re- the real world. They would have been in prison a long time ago. What was like maybe the, season two. <laughs> what was Kramer's one? I can't um, Penny Packer. Penny what was his first name? Cosmo. No, no, no. His the character. Whenever he played someone rich, he had to like go yeah. in. And pretend yeah, yeah. I don't remember. remember. It was it, something Penny Packer. I can't remember. And there was one episode where they all in, they were all talking to each other using those code names. It's gonna show up on the thing. Do you guys have your favorite side characters? Um, side characters, mm-hmm. like guest characters. That yeah, been on like, the show. Like I love Putty. He's hilarious. You know, I can't stand his voice. Oh, he's so in Seinfeld. It's hilarious. I love the pa- the, the face painting episode where he like paints his <laughs> whole body. Yeah, and she's like, you can't paint your face anymore. It's ridiculous. And then he paints his his <laughs> his uh, torso. And she's like, I thought you said you weren't gonna do uh, painting anymore. You said I can't paint my face. And as you can see. This isn't my thing. That wasn't my favorite. For some no, no, but I liked him. You know who I like is um, the the lawyer. Oh yeah, Jackie Brown. Jackie or, or uh, Jackie. He was just the way he would say things. Yeah, so I forgot it's about like, him. Oh, and by the way, they're real and they're fantastic. <laughs> spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> they're spectacular. And they're spectacular. <laughs> Yeah, no, was that always... was the booby girl that he's... No, but he ends up with the booby girl at the, in the last episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he, he shows up, like, He says the same line that she says to Jerry. Yeah, right. when she, Yeah. But he would, like, he, when uh, Kramer did all that smoking, and then he got all <laughs> ugly, like, he went to... To soon. To yeah, him, yeah. To, to and it ended the badly. The coffee spilling at the movie theater. Yeah. yeah. Like, he shows up periodically. I thought he was funny. I like Newman. I think he's... I dislike yeah. Newman so much. I think much. he's an underrated character. I love Newman. But you're supposed to hate him, though. Yeah, that's true. You are supposed to hate him, but... Why don't you like Newman? I can't stand him. I can't stand... I can't stand... <laughs> I, I, Is I, it because I have... he's overweight? No, of course not. <laughs> it's just I have no ounce of, like... I don't relate to him at all. Yeah. I think that's what it is. No, he's just genuinely a horrible person. But so is George. But I relate to George. <laughs> I think that's the reason. That's the difference. Like, yeah. you don't... 
I don't understand Newman's motivations. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't understand Newman's motivations, and I don't understand why Newman and Jerry are enemies in the first place. He's a postman, like they just hate <laughs> each other. Like you don't just have someone. Kind of like I hate Stefan. Yeah, a little like that. Yeah, makes, <laughs> it makes sense now. Well, now that you put it that way. Like maybe that's why I don't like Elaine so much. It's just I don't relate to her. Like they're all terrible people, but I relate to one or two of them and not her. So maybe that's why I just don't. Like her. Hmm. This might be a little uh, controversial. Um, you know who I liked a lot, actually? Who? Susan. I really like Susan. I loved that whole season when she was like married to George. I just loved the, the storylines that I she was in. The re- but they're I together, and then he breaks up with her. She becomes a lesbian, and then he changes her back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Kramer change? Because uh, the her line where George is like, right? I send him to lesbian, and you bring him right back. <laughs> And she was just funny. Like, she was just, like, mean to George. She was with George, but then mean to George. She just never... I, that whole relationship was just always enigmatic to me. Uh, and I don't know. I, 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 it's a little foggy to me still, but I do... Like, because I haven't... It's been a while, but I really enjoyed Susan on the show. She was all right. I mean, like, the episode where they went to the movie theater, and they're all talking and yakking, and she's like, I don't want to hang out with you guys anymore. Like, all you do is talk. That's what it is. She's a normal person. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe she's a normal person amidst, and she's put in this group of horrible people, and she and how she reacts to that. That's but what I like. The reason so I didn't like that she said that is because what do we do when we hang out? We just sit and talk, right? We go to their house. <laughs> what are we to doing talk. right now? We're sitting and talking. We were talking before. Yeah, but I we think go Susan to wanted to, to do talk. something. Like she was like wanting to like go to a movie and just watch the movie. Right. You know what I mean? That's like. True. I'd be upset if we were if people were talking through the movie. You know what I mean? That's like true, that's yeah. a normal reaction. Yeah. All her reactions were nor- like normal. I think that's what it is. I really think that's what it is. That she was normal. She, she was normal, and that's why. I, and her, but her reactions to the abnormality was what made it interesting. Hmm. That makes me um, think of that episode where Jerry had the girlfriend who everyone hated except for Jerry. He's like, "What's wrong with her?" You guys remember that one? Oh, yeah. And his parents, he's like, I'm going to ask my parents. And the parents were like, we love her so much. Oh, yeah. And he's and like, he's like, huh. I can't. Now, <laughs> now I've got to rethink that. Because she, he thought she was a, a loner. She was a loner. And her friends went up to him and said, yeah. you know, you're doing her a great favor by going out with her. But she seems perfect. Yeah. You know, like, Kramer's like, she's a loser. You know? Yeah, she's a loser. <laughs> yeah. That's you know what I think is an important character that you never actually see is Bob Sacramento. Oh yeah. Cuz how many You do though. He was in Oh. This is is this oh, George's boss? Kramer Yankees? No, Kramer's friend Kramer's who always friend, gives him advice. He always yeah. mentions him like oh, oh that's Bob Sacramento. But he was in an episode where He was? I think the golfing episode where Kramer Was he? Was learning how to golf and he he was like his caddy in the back. Does he talk? I don't think he does. Wait. I think the only person we don't actually see is um the owner of the Yankees um Oh, you just see the George's back of his head. Yeah. Well, that was... Uh... give me a calzone. <laughs> you know, also, I've realized that Seinfeld has actually really well-developed arcs um, throughout the season. So, like, an ongoing storyline throughout the season. Like, season four was Jerry and George's pilot. Um, mm-hmm. Them trying to get it off the ground. Yeah. Season seven was the Susan. Season six was Elaine working for that boss that made her do, like, things like pick up socks and pick up coffee all season. <laughs> I can't go, it? Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't. have to pick up socks. Pick like, there's, socks. or, like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, every season I feel like there's, like, a st- ongoing storyline that's hmm. a really well-developed argument and affects all the small storylines all throughout that's it. That's true. That is true. Um, so I really like... It's just not as in our face as other shows. Right. Right. And But I, there's definitely something different at, at each season. Yeah. Um about it 
you know, like there's always some a different. They don't ever keep the same jobs, really. They're except always like except for Jerry, except for Jerry, except for Jerry. Kramer, Kramer technically, and Newman. Yeah, except for when they went off strike and Kramer. Had Elaine and George back. change jobs a lot, or they get promoted, or they get yep. fired. They like start from the bottom, get like the opposite episode. Yeah. I love the opposite episode where Kramer's or Elaine's like, "I'm George, I'm George." I'm George. <laughs> She's down when he's up. Yeah, and then Jerry's uh, always breaks even. Yep. Yeah. Like when she threw out the twenty dollar bill, he, like reaches into he the could have thrown a pencil out the window. <laughs> And he pulls a Tony out of his butt. Yeah. Like, I, oh. did, I did really love season four for that reason. The, them just trying to get their show off the ground. Jerry was very meta, metaphysical. So it was very like, they were trying to launch a show about nothing. They're basically trying to launch Seinfeld within Seinfeld. I thought that was right. genius. Um, and the fact that it failed was just very true to form to was the show. The, was that the, I, I have trouble remembering if they did that twice or not, or if that was all the same when, because um, they did it with, the, when the woman was the head of NBC, well, they kept trying it. They well, it was uh, no, it was um, uh, Susan was at NBC, right? Mm-hmm. Originally, was at the same time as the guy who fell in love with uh, Elaine was at NBC, and he, he ended up leaving because Elaine broke his heart, and he joined Greenpeace. And I then think that was one. the same season. Is that all the season? Yeah. Season? Okay. Because they, they pitched it to him and then they said no originally? Or did they say yes originally? I just know it was a whole season and then they didn't find out it failed until the last episode of season four um, when the pilot came on and then it didn't get picked up. And then they tried oh. to sell it to China. And then right? they tried to sell it to the Japan, actually. Japan, yeah. That was the one where he he joins Greenpeace because he Elaine broke her heart. His heart. Yeah, he like goes crazy. Yeah, he goes crazy. Is that the same episode? Boat. It was the last. It was the one because they they just watched the pilot. Yeah, it was and the then last the episode. The new NBC uh, president calls and is like, "So we decided not to pick up your show." <laughs> yeah, because and George was uh, playing technically playing Larry David in that situation, right? Yeah, Jerry and Larry Dave, David created the shows, so. And Larry yeah. David was George's boss. The one you never see his face. He played the, he did yeah. the actions of, uh, the Yankees guy. I think he was in the. The theater episode too, um, where George dressed up as like they had one one outfit left, and he dressed up as a king. Or they asked him to, they asked Kramer to do it, and he's like, "I can't. We need someone short, and stocky." <laughs> and so they put George in that. Uh, that was the episode where the lady thought George was crazy. Ar- Kramer gets arrested because they think he's a pimp. That that happened, but I think it was a different episode. They were they were thinking that George was crazy. She's like, you need to be in a mental oh and uh, she, hospital. And oh he, yeah, he kept trying to prove to her that he's not crazy. Even he kept doing horrible yeah. things, and then at the end, he's wearing the king outfit because yeah. they needed to do it for the theater. So he's like walking down the street in this giant king outfit, and they see her, and she's like, "I'm sorry, George, I gotta. You have to be locked up." And he's like, "No, no!" And he's like, "Tisha <laughs> down the street in his king outfit," and I think Larry David was in that episode too. Oh, I could talk about science. I don't know. I'm sorry if this is not interesting to some people. <laughs> if you haven't watched it's about nothing. Yeah, yeah I didn't. <laughs> because it's like for people who don't watch Seinfeld, this is going to be very not interesting. <laughs> Just go to the next pod. Yeah, go to the next pod. <laughs> Save you some trouble. <laughs> uh, what else could we talk about? Mm. Would you say that Seinfeld has influenced any shows since it? Has there been a show in any way similar to Seinfeld? Huh. Or maybe it's influenced them in the way, in a sense that no one's been like gutsy enough to try it again. I think, I don't think anything's tried it. Every show always has some running storyline. 
characters that are getting together and that aren't. Well, there's definitely the the uh, lots of shows that have come after that with uh, really um, people that you shouldn't be rooting for, like unlikable main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like that's definitely. But they always learn. Like Community, Jeff started out as a horrible person, right? He joined the study group so that he could sleep with Britta. And then over over time, he's like, "Wow, these are my friends. Like these are this is my family. Like that would yeah, never happen." Yeah. But yeah, there's some shows that that do stay like you s- dislike them or because of their actions. Yeah, but uh, but uh, the four in Seinfeld are all terrible people, but you never really dislike them. That's true. That's true. Kind of like Parks and Rec with April. <laughs> Possibly yeah, I mean, or Ron yeah. Swanson. Yeah, oh, I love but Leslie. Terrible but Leslie, people, but you still like. But them. Leslie wasn't yeah. terrible. But The Office also have characters like that, like Kelly Kapoor and Michael. Stanley. Is Michael awful? Is Michael? No, I think person? Michael was just. He had a big. Heart. He wasn't that. I mean, he had good intentions, but he came across as a really bad person. Yeah, very upset. But I think it was on, not on purpose. It was just because yeah. he like didn't realize what he was doing. Do you guys know who John Mulaney is? Sounds really familiar. He's a really hilarious comedian, but he tried it. He tried to do what Jerry did and make a, a, a sitcom based off of his being a comedian and having friends, and it failed, like, instantly. That's not really something that you can repeat successfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it just I it was a success out of, like, have, being at the right place at the right time, having the right actors and actresses, just having a good chemistry. I think it was just, like... If it had happened with other actors and actresses, then maybe it wouldn't have worked. I don't know. Well, I mean, the chemistry is what makes that show. Yeah, absolutely. the chemistry between the. But characters. that's also maybe the chemistry is what ruined all their careers. So for I mean, Elaine did no, other I mean, stuff. No, I mean not ruined, and, but like. Yeah, like they're known like as them. Like they're known as Elaine, George, George Kramer, yeah. and, and Seinfeld. I mean, mm. Seinfeld at least got his real name in there. <laughs> so I think Elaine did some other stuff. Like she was in some TV show. Yeah, she was in a show. Yeah, she's in Arrested Development. Yeah, she's on a lot. Couple, George, some stuff. Jason Alexander. He's done a few things like See, here and there. Yeah. Jerry, he's you know he stuck to his, uh, stand-up comedy, which he's hilarious. Kramer do comedy too. Kramer tried, and then he what did he say? Some racist comments, oh, yeah. and he ruined his career. Yeah, I but think. that was recently. That was like twenty years later. That's true. Before that, what did he, he do? He was doing stand-up. Yeah, oh, I think okay. he was stand-up. But I mean, what I'm saying is like, he they got pigeonholed, in, pigeonholed in that box, yeah. which is like why. It's like all the people on Friends, other than Jennifer Aniston. Basically, yeah. Yeah, like it have like big like big shows that get like that. It's almost it's gonna happen like that. Like that's mm-hmm. what you're gonna be known for. Like the same. That's why Christopher Elkiston left. Doctor Who is because he's like, I don't want to be pigeonholed as the doctor. Like, I want to be known for other things, too. Like, Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Mark Hamill is is Luke Skywalker. Like, Harrison Ford at least has two. He's got Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Seinfeld particularly, I think, I feel like when they ended it, it was the perfect time to do it. But maybe everyone but Jerry realized, like, we just reached the top of our career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we just reached the high point. Now we're just kind of like on the way down the hill. You know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad, but fulfilling probably. Yeah. Well, you know, Jerry's still making money off every DVD that sold. Mm-hmm. He's getting oh, yeah. a percentage. Like. Oh yeah, he's stinking rich. Yeah. Which is probably why he's not motivated to do anything else because mm-hmm. he doesn't need to. I wouldn't. He does that <laughs> comedian or uh, comedians. Where he drives around with comedians. Yeah. I, I like Jerry. I think. 
he's kept a pretty clean life, I think, more yeah. or less. I think he doesn't hasn't done really anything that's like he's very. I his. don't like the actor, like the actor that played. I mean, it's pretty much the same person, the actor and the character. But the actor, the actor himself. Have you ever like watched interviews and seen him in real life? He's yeah. he's a uh, very full of himself. You think? Well, look at him. Look what he's doing. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, has a good reason to be, but I don't know. I just I don't, don't like those kind of people. He's not, I don't say he's, like, super full of himself, but he is, he knows what he's done and, like, what he's known for, mm-hmm. so, like, he's having that proud of himself. Yeah. Plus, he's always joking, like, that's his thing, and so I think it, he could come across as being full of himself. True, and I don't know him personally, right? but I just saw snippets of him, I guess, I haven't liked. Oh, um, I particularly am a creature of habit. Sorry. I particularly am a creature of habit, um, and I feel like there were, each episode had a lot of the same elements. For example, like Kramer busting in, like the Kramer entrance, you know? Mm-hmm. Get a big applause every time. Exactly. Um, or Elaine uh, or, or George or any of the characters like going through Jerry's fridge, and it's like, I really want an orange. I want a Snapple. I want a tangerine. They're always just eating fruit or like eating around each other and talking at the apartment. And I think that's what made it, um, I like that show a lot because you always knew what you were going to get, almost. Like, maybe not the storyline itself, but, like, it had the same elements that... Yeah. And it made fun of its own habits. Like, the episode where Jerry locked the door once. Oh, and then he ran you into hear it. Kramer run into it. He says, what are you locking the door? He starts charging Kramer for all the food that he eats. Yeah, like, they make fun of the of what's been established. Or when Elaine goes to Bizarro... Jerry's house yeah. and just goes into the fridge. And it's like, like, you need to ask. It's like, what are you doing? I like, love that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be really rude, but when Tristan, when you talk about Utah, like it's, it reminds me of Bizarro World. <laughs> Would you agree or disagree? Don't share this with anyone from Utah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Anyways. Yeah, they stick to somewhat of a formula, I think. Yeah, um, and I just remember—I remember really—I like—I love that. It's a comfort for me almost to watch it because it's like of those things. <laughs> that is so good. That is great. <laughs> That's how you should just start it. <laughs> That's how it should end. It should just end with beatboxing. So, final comments on, I guess I guess that would be a good way to end it. Like, final mm-hmm. comments on your stance on the show. Um, I guess my final comment on the stance of the show is that it is very good. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it a lot. Oh, thanks. Very anti-climate. I like it a lot. Sorry, that wasn't very thoughtful. It, but, by the way, we had tried to do this at one, like we said before, we tried to do it earlier in the day. That didn't work because the two libraries... So now it's 11.23 p.m., so we're all kind of just fried. I think that has to do with why we can't think of well, anything. Well, in my, my opinion, is the same as when we entered that I think Seinfeld is one of the best written shows of all time, and probably the best comedy. Yes. I completely agree. I love quoting it. I love thinking about it. When I remember that how much I love it, I watch it. We have... <laughs> <laughs> we have... Uh, you have it too, Miranda, the whole season. Yeah, we have the whole... Yeah. Whole season, like I don't do that with most shows. Uh, we have the trivia game, <laughs> like <laughs> my life is Seinfeld. Anytime my family, because we all love it. Anytime any of us have something that happens in our life that's like Seinfeld, we go home. We're like, God, I'm gonna tell you something great. <laughs> this, I was at a Chinese restaurant, 
and someone was going to pay me to go eat some food off of somebody's plate, just like Seinfeld, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, my mom, she was at a, I don't know what store it was, at the mall, and there was a security guard who was standing there, and she walked up and she, up to him, and she's like, do you want a chair? And he's like, I, I don't really need a chair. She's like, I think you should have a chair. <laughs> and then she got home, and she's like, guess what happened to me? <laughs> like, yeah. That's my life. I've always... Yeah. Everyday situations that happen are like, wow, this is a lot like Seinfeld, because it was very realistic in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I also should say that I feel like shows, other shows, future shows, should take notes, I guess. Um, basically, what made Seinfeld so good was, like we said, the good chemistry, the great writing. Basically, it's simple. It's not hard. I don't think, it, it, in theory, it's, it's not very, very hard. very simple premise. Very simple, it. yeah, very simple. Um, and that's how other shows, I think, write themselves into a corner. Is they start out, they're like, oh, we need this all, like, this catch or this, this hook, like, to get it, people in. Like, and mm-hmm. But if you go in without any standards, you're golden. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that was the episode where they were like, it's about nothing, you know? I, what was it? What did he say? <laughs> it's just masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> what? When they were trying to pitch the show, and Jerry's like, let me do the talking, and George instantly starts doing all the talking, and he's like, it's just masturbation, and Jerry's like, really? Are you kidding me? And they hated him. Remember? I do not remember that. Oh, they hated George. I remember, I remember they hated George, because he always said stupid things. Oh, I don't yeah. remember what he said, though. And he's like, filling the one lady's material. He's like, get your hands off of me. When the, uh, the head of NBC's daughter comes to visit is Denise Richards. Yeah. And George stares at her cleavage. And Jerry's like, it's not, it's like the sun. You don't stare at it. You, <laughs> you look at it for five seconds, you get you get an idea, and you look away. <laughs> it was a perfect like uh, illustration for that. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Miranda? <laughs> I fell asleep for half a second. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the end of, just end comments. I like it. It's good. All right. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Now I'm going to... I won't be on the show for a while, I guess, because I'm going back to to Utah. Utah. Well. For now. Probably wouldn't be on it anyway, because... Two times is the limit. <laughs> for the season? Forever. Forever. I've Except for me. My, I've reached my limit. Except for me. Who else are you going to have on the show? It's like, these are everyone. This is everyone. This is everyone. <laughs> wow. Taylor's, every episode, Taylor's always talking about how he has friends, and he's like, I remember having this conversation with this person. <laughs> Any one of those people could come on the show. Lots of people, Tristan, have told me how good this podcast is, and they want to be on it. Okay. Hole in one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hole in one. Thanks for coming on the show again, guys. Yeah. Thanks. We're yes. just staying awake. Mm-hmm. We You're love welcome. you guys. We love you guys so much. <laughs> 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 <laughs>